Music talks in different ways. Hi there, I'm Tony Reed. Do you know which festival it is where people race boats and have glutinous rice wrapped in bamboo leaves stuffed with fillings? If you haven't heard, it's the Dragon Boat Festival, one of the grandest and most traditional festivals in China. It was also the first festival in the country to be put on the UNESCO list of intangible cultural heritage of humanity. Outside of China, the festival is observed in many other countries across the world, such as Japan, Germany, the UK, the US, and Canada, just to name a few. In this special edition, we'll get up close and personal with several famed instrumentalists who will bring us melodic tunes that reflect the fabled origins of the Dragon Boat Festival to discuss the customs that prevail in China during this festival period. So without further ado, firstly, we bring you the Dragon Dance, performed by the China National Traditional Orchestra, which is one of the most prestigious ensembles in the nation. Let's check out these festive vibes together. Hi everyone, a happy Dragon Boat Festival to you all. I am Zhu Jianping, a percussionist with the China National Traditional Orchestra. Today I present to you a massive orchestral piece called Dragon Dance. The piece is reputed to be the best rhapsody ever composed in China. It was written by Xu Changjun in 1999 and inspired by the percussion overture of a carnival performance held in Singapore. In this piece, Chinese and Western percussion instruments are the lead, while accompanied by a Chinese orchestral band. This piece reaches its climax when four percussionists, myself included, execute a striking sequential segment of great technical finesse. The piece is so popular with audiences that it is often performed at significant national celebrations. I hope that our listeners are able to soak up the sublime ambience and that this piece boosts your festive mood.
and that was Dragon Dance, a celebratory tune to say the least. The Dragon Boat Festival, also known as Duan Wu, has a history of more than 2,000 years. Several stories of its origin have attempted to explain its providence. The most widely accepted version holds that the festival began as a commemoration of the death of patriotic poet Chu Yuan, who was also a senior official during the Warring States period. The tumultuous Warring States period lasted between 476 and 221 BC. There were seven major states competing for power and influence at that time in Chinese history. Chu Yuan was a cabinet minister in the state of Chu. He supported a strategy that involved creating an alliance with another state in a bid to outmaneuver Qin, the biggest rival of the state of Chu. But his counsel ran counter to the interest of ranking nobles, leading the latter to frame Mr. Chu at the royal court. As a result, the king banished him to the borderlands and broke the alliance with the friendly state. The enemy of the state of Chu took this window of opportunity to wage war on it, quickly taking its capital. Mr. Chu couldn't bear this tragedy, so he committed suicide at the Miluo River on the fifth day of the fifth month of the traditional Chinese lunar calendar. Grieving villagers set out their fishing boats to search for Mr. Chu, but they couldn't find him. And so they threw lumps of rice into the river in the hope that the fish or any hungry beasts would eat the rice instead of Mr. Chu's body. This gesture of grief and devotion has been imitated over the past 2,000 years as a token of remembrance. On that note, let's listen to a seven-zither piece titled Li Sao, or The Lament. This was inspired by a poetic masterpiece of the same title by Mr. Chu. The poet wrote the trailblazing literary classic during his banishment from court, expressing his love and concern for his country. Hi, I'm Lu Ning, a Guqing or seven-string zither musician with the China National Traditional Orchestra. On the advent of Duanwu Festival, it is my pleasure to share with you a well-known Guqing piece titled Li Sao. The piece you are hearing now is performed by Zhao Jiazhen, it is a powerful and expressive classic written by Chen Kangshi in the late Tang Dynasty. It is based on the long patriotic poem of the same name by Chu Yuan. The song aims to capture the sorrow and despair of Chu after his failure to achieve his ambitions and see through his blueprint for the country. It also reflects the greatness and selflessness of Chu Yuan. Thank you. 
琴曲呢，整个的曲风都是在压抑当中，但是又很有克制。The emotion conveyed by this piece is melancholic and yet restrained. This is in accordance with the beliefs and conduct of Chinese literati in ancient times. As the influential philosopher Confucius once said, "It is better not to be excessively happy or sorrowful." There are several versions of this piece played on different instruments, including the two-stringed fiddle, the hammer dulcimer, and the twenty-one-stringed zither. I believe that they are all excellent works. I feel that the Guqin version touches me the most because the sound of the instrument is mellow and restrained. This is as a result of the oil paint on its body. When I play this piece, I try to sense and understand Chuyuan with my heart. I have to admit that it's quite difficult to truly understand him, especially since we are living in peacetime. Therefore, when I recite this piece, I try to express emotion in a measured and restrained way. I believe that this helps me to portray the character of Chu.
And that was The Lament, or Li Sao. As mentioned earlier, people take part in annual dragon boat races as a reenactment of the search for the body of ancient Chinese poet and statesman Chu Yuan. But you may wonder why people decorate their boats to resemble a dragon. This brings us to a story that attempts to offer an alternative explanation for the origin of the Dragon Boat Festival. According to early 20th century Chinese poet and scholar Wen Yi Duo, Dragon Boat races actually existed long before the tragic death of Mr. Chu. Mr. One's assertion is based on his research about a semi-mythical tribal chieftain called Huang Di, or the Yellow Emperor. The Yellow Emperor waged wars on his rivals, wiping out all other tribal chieftains in the central plains of China. He then designed a coat of arms to symbolize his unified kingdom, adopting elements from the emblem of each conquered tribe. The result was an image resembling the mythical creature that we've come to know as the dragon. Later generations would decorate their race boats with images of the dragon as a tribute 
to the mythical creature and as an invocation of protection and prosperity. So on that note, our next song is titled The Dragon Boat. Hi there, I'm Shi Yue, a professor of the Hammered Dossimer with Capital Normal University. To celebrate a Dragon Boat Festival, I present to you a Yangqin or Hammered Dossimer piece titled Dragon Boat. The piece was originally composed by the influential musician Jiang Buchan as a solo for the Chinese pear-shaped lute. It depicts a joyful and intense scene, with competitors rowing their dragon boats as percussion, bands play cheerful and festive music designed to create the right atmosphere. In 1978, a famed Yangqin instrumentalist called Tian Kejian rearranged the piece and played it on the Yangqin. In a bid to lend the piece to improved recitals, he invented two special playing techniques, ineffective broadening the musical range of the instrument.
and that was the Dragon Boat. People observe various customs to mark the Dragon Boat Festival apart from the boat races themselves. These include eating the traditional zongzi snack associated with the festival. People also wear fragrant sachets and hang willow twigs above their front doors. These observances are believed to dispel evil spirits and keep people in good health. So with that being said, let's listen to a piece titled Playing by the Spring. This is believed to be beneficial to your health and well-being. Hi, I'm Liu Zhiwei, founder of Ahu Health and Wellness Music. According to the Yellow Emperor's Classic of Medicine, which is one of the earliest and the most notable written records in Chinese medicine, music notes have the capacity to cure illness. My music incorporates concepts from traditional Chinese medicine such as the theory of the five elements and the yin-yang philosophy. Playing by the spring, which is the piece that you are hearing, incorporates musical styles from Yunnan province in the southwest of China. It depicts a delightful scene from the region's water splashing festival. Listening to this piece can improve the condition of your liver because according to the theory of the five elements, it has a metal element. This enables the piece to reduce any excessive wood element in one's body. Ha <laughs> ha 
and that was Playing by the Spring. Not sure I feel healthier, but definitely more at peace. With that, we come to the end of this edition of Music Talks. I would like to give a special thanks to all the musicians for their contributions. To ease out of today's show, here is Blooming Flowers Under the Full Moon, as performed by the China National Traditional Orchestra. This piece is often used to express the wish for a peaceful and pleasant life. I hope all of our listeners have a great holiday in the company of their loved ones. All the best from us here at Music Talks. For more from us, be sure to key in Music Talks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. We hope you join us again soon.